Welcome to This Week in Crowder College, an in-depth look into how Crowder College students, faculty, and staff are working together so students soar to new heights, communities are impacted, and lives are changed. This Week in Crowder College is sponsored by the law offices of Wood and Peterson in Neo Show, specializing in workers' compensation, personal injury, social security disability, and more. Learn more online at neoshowattorney.com. Now here's this week's edition of This Week in Crowder College. Welcome to a brand new week of This Week in Crowder College right here on 91.7 FM. Adam Winkler here with you, joined by the head baseball coach at Crowder College, head coach Travis Lalleman. And coach, thanks for being with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Well, our favorite time of the year, baseball season, is almost upon us. And uh, as you look at this uh, 2024 team and as you guys get set to, to open up play, take us back to the uh, the fall semester and uh, some of the work you guys got in during the off season there. Well, you know, we had so many new faces that um, our goal uh, this fall you know, was to play as much as possible. So inner squads and, and, you know, we did play some outdoor outside competition and, you know, got to play a few four year schools, which is something we wanted to do as well. Just play older groups that, you know, do the little things a little bit better uh, than younger guys typically. And, um, you know, we played the equivalent uh, when we went back and calculated it up, the equivalent of 48 games uh, this fall. So we, we got that done. Whether or not we, you know, can evaluate that is, Good, right, wrong, and different. We'll see, but uh, we got to play quite a bit. I got to see a lot of at bats out of guys, um, you know, and a lot of innings on the mound. So, um, you know, we feel like we got done what we needed to get done for this ball, you know, and again, uh, kind of the evaluation phase of it is now is, hey, did that work? You know, what do we, what do we like about it? What do we not? Um, and see. And, you know, now we're kind of just fine-tuning some things, getting ready for opening day on February 1st. But, you know, I, I like what we have. You know, I think we're supremely talented offensively. And, you know, I thought maybe we were an arm short uh, at the break. So we went out and tried to get some guys. But we brought in a couple transfers. But uh, now we're getting some guys back healthy that we didn't anticipate. So I uh, don't believe that we're necessarily – uh, that arm short anymore uh, as far as my evaluation goes right now. Well, with that revolving door on the junior college level, you're used to it and uh, guys come in, guys go out. I mean, that's just the way it is with a, a two-year program. And tell us about some of the returners you have uh, coming back from, from last year's team that you're going to try and lean upon and maybe some of the, the young guys that you're excited about who've come into the program. You know, I think it starts probably on the offensive side with, you know, the uh, Colton Reynolds, first-team All-American. Uh, he was a right fielder last year. Uh, you know, hit 400 with, you know, 20 home runs, 19 home runs, uh, you know, big power threat, fear bad at the top of the lineup. And then, uh, Joey Morton, um, you know, probably going to sit right there in the middle of the lineup. I think, I think our middle of the lineup, uh, is going to be probably as dangerous as it's ever been. Morton's a big left, left first baseman, you know, uh, had 15 home runs last year. So, you know, big time power. Uh, he broke the RBI record here as well, uh, last year. And, and, uh, you know, two formidable threats right there in the middle. A lot of newcomers. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, Ethan Swafford's back, uh, had a, had a down year last year uh, struggled a little bit early and never came out of it but had a great fall he transferred in from Arkansas last spring uh, he'll be in, in the middle uh, Ashton Graffrow uh, another guy that was a Ontario kid that came in an elite elite runner uh, 6'4 runner um, and uh, you know he's really really smooth defensively in the middle uh, another returner on the corner Cole Kitchens uh, who hit in the three for us last year. So again, a lot of those really key pieces back, Ethan Fender had a great year until he got injured last year. Um, so again, a lot of, 
a lot of faces that were around here that, you know, had some injuries and things like that that, that got them, uh, besides really the three with Kitchens, uh, Morton and, and Reynolds. And then you move to the mound. You know, it's kind of anchored by Branson. He won 11 games and was an All American last year. But, you know, guys that got hot late, uh, Aaron Arnold, uh, Landon Grigg, Austin Job, are all guys back. So, uh, again, there, there might be some new names that maybe people don't recognize as much. It seemed like, seemed like we were stuck on the road. We, we played a lot of home games, but it seemed like we were stuck on the road late when the weather got nice. So a lot of people maybe didn't get to see these guys. But, you know, as far as the freshman class goes uh, on the mound, uh, um, you know, there's going to be some key pieces, but I think it's going to be anchored by the returners, uh, especially in the rotation and, and the back end of the bullpen with Carson Richard and uh, Nick Moten, a transfer from Arkansas that has a big-time arm uh, in there as well. So we're definitely not um, – you know, lack of talent, um, you know, going into it, uh, maybe some experience, um, you know, that, that they didn't have necessarily, but, you know, last year we went into the year with 450 at bats returning and 70 innings, uh, was it. And, and we have quite a bit more than that coming back this year. And I think that's always a, a tail of the tape with, uh, you know, how it's going to go real early. Well, every year the, each team has to find their own identity. And uh, what have you seen from this team so far? What kind of identity are they forming that uh, fans can see on the field this year? Well, you know, the, the one thing that sticks out with this group after seeing them all fall is uh, this is probably the best defensive group we've ever had. They take pride in that. You know, they take pride in the little things. You know, I feel like we haven't necessarily hit that identity. You know, we had several guys that, that uh, were – we had a large group. Uh, so some guys transferred out for a better opportunity, you know, to move on to another school. So it was kind of a mix, you know. We we, we hung on to a lot of those guys throughout the fall, and then it, it never really got a chance for us to – really kind of mold uh, together. And I think now what we're starting to see, uh, even in this, the first three, four days of practice, what we're starting to see is this kind of a group that, you know, they're, they're focused on the little things pretty well right now um, and, you know, very responsive. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, our, our early February schedule is a nightmare, you know, so really the whole February schedule. So we're going to be challenged early. And that's what I told him. I said, you know, if you put this on wins and losses early, we, we might be in trouble because again, we're, we're playing, you know, Johnson County, Iowa Western and Seminole all back to back to back. So there's not a whole lot of breaks, uh, in that schedule when we start hitting the double headers, you know, we just have to make sure that we can go on to the next opportunity, you know, win or lose, uh, cause it's going to be tough. We're going to be challenged each, each day out. So I hope they keep the mindset that they have right now. And like I said, they're pretty locked in on the, on the small things right now. Well, Coach, I know as focused as you are with your kids on the field, you also really stress the importance in the classroom. And you guys just came off a fall semester with your best GPA ever. So let us know about how proud you are of the guys for for the job they did in the classroom in the fall semester. Yeah, 100 percent. That was the best GPA we've had as a team since I've been here, you know, three, five, six. And, and, uh, you know, that, that's kind of the, the new thing here, you know, it's like, Hey, if we're going to be good at something, let's be good at everything and take pride in the classroom, take pride in this, uh, and that, and they, they did. I mean, they, you know, um, you know, we don't, we don't allow them to miss class and, and, you know, it used to be, you know, some guys, uh, you know, we call it the, you know, too cool for school attitude. Isn't, isn't for here. You know, we want guys to be, in that mold and really it helps them moving on so you know there is an underlying reasoning behind it not just for their personal development and and um you know moving on but also when they do transfer out 
you know, the, the scholar, transfer scholarship start at the three O's, you know, then it goes up at three, two. And if you're above a three, five, you know, you get into Phi Theta Kappa and a lot of these schools have, you know, the Phi Theta Kappa transfer scholarship, which, you know, sometimes is eleven, twelve thousand dollars $12,000. So, uh, that helps guys not limit themselves to where they can move on to. And obviously we've had a lot of success in moving guys on. So, um, it definitely helps. And, and, you know, we've, we've kind of sold it that way. And, you know, a lot of these kids, uh, you know, almost half our roster was above three, five, mm-hmm. you know, uh, um, you know, most of there's 18 four O's, you know, so I'm proud of them for that. And, you know, it's going to help them in the long run. And it's going to help me moving them on to make sure that, you know, we're getting a better financial situation for them as well. Well, and finally, coach, we know the season is a marathon, yet it's a sprint. And um, just from the big picture point of view, I know the goal is always to get to Grand Junction to compete for a World Series championship. So you're sitting here today. What are one or two keys that you say, if the Rough Riders do this, we're going to put ourselves in a good position to possibly compete to get to Grand Junction? Uh, You know, I I think we're going to have to be really good in the middle innings on the mound. We're going to have to find some guys that, that want to pitch in those roles. That's what we had last year with Barnhouse, um, uh, Hackman. And then, you know, in 22, Mizorowski gets a lot of credit, but we wouldn't have been where we were at without Jake Wilson coming in after him to bridge that gap. So I think every year, you know, we, we recruit, uh, you know, obviously we have talent, um, you know, cause our, my coaching staff works on the recruiting side, all that. Uh, I think we've got the starting pitching that we need. I think it's, it goes down to obvious and say, hey, we got to throw strikes, we got to do this, whatever. But, but really what it comes down to for me, I, I like our back end of our bullpen, uh, to go shut down games, uh, when we need that. But we need, we need someone to really step up in, those middle inning roles, um, you know, because we play so many nine inning games, those middle nine outs, you know, we call it a nine out guy. We're going to need somebody to really, really lock down that, just like Barnhouse did, Hackman did, um, Wilson did. It's one of those thankless jobs, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's hard for kids nowadays because everyone wants to be the star, uh, and that's okay. But uh, we wouldn't have been those in those places the last couple of years uh, without – that key piece in the middle of the bullpen. So I think every year we go in and we have to identify essentially eight to 10 arms that are going to, you know, be those postseason guys, uh, and where they're going to pitch at and, uh, have somebody really lock down that role and, and be a accountable person in that role because I think we're good enough offensively. I think we can, you know, essentially bludgeon people to death offensively just because we're, we're good in two strikes and we have power. It's a good combination. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, this fall was our best defensive fall. So I think, you know, those pieces, you're starting to kind of check those boxes. I think the big thing is who's going to pitch those middle innings to keep us keep us where we're at. Well, Coach, it's the best time of year. Baseball season is here. We're looking forward to another great year for the Rough Riders. Thank you for your time on This Week in Crowder College. I appreciate it, Adam. Thank you. Thank you for listening to This Week in Crowder College. This Week in Crowder College is sponsored by the Law Offices of Wood and Peterson in Neo Show. You can listen to this broadcast again by going online to kneo.org or to crowder.edu. Tune in once again next week for another edition of This Week in Crowder College on KNEO 91.7 FM. If you live within the broadcast area of KNEO Radio, we have a podcast just for you. The KNEO Community Connection keeps your finger on the pulse of what's coming up in the four-state area, telling you about upcoming events you don't want to miss, organizations in our communities doing great work, 
and conversations with the dynamic citizens who are behind it all. There's a lot going on around you that you don't want to miss. This is Luke Taylor. Join me each week as we talk about what's happening with the people who are making it happen. Brought to you by KNEO Radio 91.7 FM and the Sky High Podcast Network. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.